Hey, and welcome to Tomorrow. I'm your host, Joshua Topolsky. Today on the podcast, we discuss turbo buttons, synergy, and millennials. But first, a word from our sponsor. Support for Tomorrow comes from Talenti, my favorite gelato. In fact, the only gelato that I will put in my mouth. When Talenti makes gelato and sorbetto, I also like their sorbetto, I guess I should say. They tend to get a little overzealous. Did they need to use so many raspberries in their Roman raspberry sorbetto that the machine broke? Did they need to try 25 different chai teas to find the perfect spice blend for their vanilla chai gelato? Did they have to invent giant mint steepers to make their Mediterranean mint super minty? Does their obsessiveness make Talenti gelato and sorbetto the greatest? You be the judge. Uh, but yes, actually, it, it does make them the greatest. They're also the judge, which sounds psychotic, but it's true. Talenti, the delicious... He's in the details. My guest today is a man who truly needs no introduction. And in fact, he told me that he would do his own introduction. Paul, take it away. Hi, I'm Paul Ford. <laughs> I'm a friend of the show. It's been around for, I've been on this show about seven, eight hundred times. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> and, uh, you're like the show's, uh, you're, the sh you're more than a friend. I'm literally just, I'm very local. <laughs> yeah. You're the show's. You know, like part-time lover. Hi, Paul. <laughs> Here are five sentences to cover up the fact that we've planned terribly. By yeah. the way, could you come <laughs> down to the... This is good. No, yeah. we've no I, this hey, is... I'm here. Look, I'm here. Paul, thank you for being here. Hey, it's great to I be mean, here. I mean, hope, I hope if you've listened to this podcast, and let's be honest, you probably have, mm -hmm. if you're listening to it now, mm -hmm. um, you've probably heard Paul before. Mm -hmm. He's, uh, I don't want to say he's my favorite guest because I don't want to be rude to all the other guests, but, you know, between us, just between us. He's my favorite. We have a good time. I, we have I, a great time here I because just nothing we say makes sense. No, I just sort of kick you. I kick the legs out from under you. I think you, that's the key. You were just telling me about how I was, we were talking about, and we're going to talk about this later in the show. I'm not going to talk about it right now, about this is the 100th episode mm -hmm. of tomorrow, if you can believe it. It's amazing. I, is the math right on that? Is the math right, Ryan? Yeah. It's 100 episodes it's plus minisodes. Wow. What, what, you're including the minisode. Well, you, no, not including the minisode. But know, there was times so, so you're you saying you actually crossed a hundred. All right, yeah. <laughs> roll it back. It's a hundredth episode. Fine. It's a big deal. It's our hundredth episode. It's like the millennium. It's sort of. It's like the. Yeah. It's actually like the millennium. That's what it's like. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but we're. I uh, have a reboot in mind for the show. Are you going to change it up? It's not just going to be. Yeah, you I'm talking done with this. I'm done us. with this. Oh, this really? is over. I'm the last guest. No, but you're the last guest of the first era. Of tomorrow. Well, that's actually pretty fitting for my, my it, role. I'm it happy really is. Yeah. Um, but then we're going to talk about it because you were like, I told you one of my ideas for the reboot and you said that it was low stakes. Yeah, that's you right. You want to see it. You want to see me. I'm not going to say what it was because we're going to get into it. And we're I'll not getting into it yet because I want to catch up with you. All right. Fine. Fine. Okay. But it was it was. It sounds to me like you want to see a reboot where there's more more bodily harm will come to Listen, me. Listen, there's a thing going on where I'm like, I'm a. I run a services firm now. I miss mm. being in media where it was like, let's let's damage ourselves. Have we mentioned you're the co-founder of Postlight? No, we haven't. The leading really... media shop, new media. 
Oh yeah, new CD, shop CD-ROMs. We <laughs> yeah, we have a, a device that duplicates CD-ROMs. <laughs> yeah. It's actually in did the you office. just get a second one? Oh, it's so good. You I can a, you yeah. can do you can do like like, uh, eight like, a day. like four in an hour. Yeah, you can make mixtapes, <laughs> but they're on CD. I don't know if you knew that, but you'd actually like put them mix, all together. I think they're calling them mixed D's. Yeah, no, no, it's great. Mixed and there's yeah. I, David Bowie is releasing a, a like one with video on it. It's, it's dark. really it's really dark. cool. Considered he's dead. <laughs> anyway, That's extremely weird and uncomfortable for everyone. Can I just so I so it's done. Can I just chill for like 10 seconds? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yes. Hey, if you want to get in touch, just send me an email, uh, paul.ford at postlight.com. My company builds big web things like platforms and apps and things. Give, us a, little, give us a little taste of something you've built recently. Mm, you Can know, we talk did, about it? Sure. We did uh, Vice News. That's that's a media website you might have heard of. You did the, the front end, the back end? Both, yeah. Everything. And then actually there's uh, we, we're building a big platform for Vice for all of their content, really? all their big platform. Really? We relaunched the Village Voice. Oh, interesting. Uh, we've done works for, for everyone from the Obama Foundation to Goldman Sachs. They all come and sit around the table at Postlight. They all come to Postlight. Obama, Goldman Sachs, uh, Vice, they all get around mm-hmm. the table and they talk about the future of media with Postlight. Did a little work with uh, Bloomberg. Good Bloomberg, Bloomberg. You did the Bloomberg. It's called the Bloomberg Magnifying Glass. Yeah. The what yeah, is yeah. it called? Well, it's just, it's the Bloomberg. It, it sort of lives along with Bloomberg. It had a name like Lens and then it Yeah, Bloomberg is, Lens. Yeah. I was yeah, trying to yeah, think so, of the name. So that shows you, you things on your webpage. Anyway, you, guys, God, you know, it doesn't, matter who's, it doesn't matter whose money it is. You'll take uh, it's it. That's enough ad. I don't want to advertise anyway, anymore. We're here it's, for a hot fun. New, it's a hot new. Uh, we are hopping. It's exciting. Hot new web services uh, provider. Yeah, just brand new. <laughs> Absolutely. Paul Paul is there for you when you need. Oh, when you need your MindSpring email address, you call <laughs> me up. If you're trying to set up your Earthlink account and having trouble, call Paul Ford. Anyhow. I, I can get you to Polsky 5. At Earthlink? At, at Earthlink. You get yeah. beat to Bolsky 5? Yeah, yeah. We'll, just, we'll, call down, we'll call down the customer service in Georgia right now. That's huge. That is huge. So anyhow, Paul and I are having a uh, – we are having a drink of vodka with a LaCroix Pomplemousse, uh, which is French for grapefruit. I got to be frank with you. I did not think this would taste good, but the Pomplemousse plus the Tito's handmade vodka. Yeah, which that's is, Austin. That's an American. <laughs> what I love is it, it's handmade, but it's literally in like a five-gallon jug. I brought so a I brought the a, size is, of the hand. This is known as in circles, in drinking circles, that's known as a handle. I'm telling you what. I'm going to kind of go in on this. I'm, I'm feeling I'm you feeling you're like going to get fucked up? Well, not, not <laughs> fucked up, but just like, you know, I'm here. there's free vodka and yeah. I'm in a little room. Let's have some po- fun. Post like, you know, it's, they're doing well, but they can't. Afford alcohol. Yes, yeah, sad right. situation no, 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 over there. Yes, yes, no okay. matter how much Shane Smith, how much money Shane Smith gives you, still can't buy your own handle of Tito's. And that's where I come in. I love all my clients. Who's your favorite client? If you had to choose one, just like I chose you as my favorite guest. Oh, they're all great. Really, they're all just <laughs> fantastic. Did you work it, like uh, you and Shane Smith? Did you work close together? Yeah, I he's I gave him uh, piggyback rides. He was like, he was like, I want to fuck this shit up, man. I just want to fuck it the fuck up. And you're like, we got that. We have a tool behind the CD uh, duplicator. Slightly different altitude <laughs> that we work at. Yeah. You know, he's he's got work to do. That's that, good. Different altitude. Yeah, everybody's happy. That's the important part. Anyhow, Paul is a creative genius and also just a regular genius. He's not only a uh, man responsible for the future of media on the internet, but he also is a tremendous and tremendously talented writer. I'm sure you know this because you've read his, of course, his seminal piece in Bloomberg Business Week. What the fuck is code? Clock is ticking there. That was a couple <laughs> years ago now. Well, what have I you had written? Do, no, what no, else no. have you written? Really, it's, it's <laughs> what have a, you written since that? Actually, uh, I did. I had a column with the New Republic. Oh, that's right. Your New Republic column. Are you still doing that? No, they fired you. 
Uh, was new it a firing? Edit, nah, a new editor came in. It was very mutual. Like, I mean, anyone would say that, obviously, but it was just sort of like, I didn't want to hustle anymore. I had the business going. A column is a pain in the ass. Everything, look, everything's a pain in the ass. You have I'm, two kids. You have two beautiful children. I do. They're, they're twins. They're, they're twins. They're twins, and they're almost six. They're like full-grown kids. Yeah. You don't have time for, and you have a business that you're a co-founder of and you run and you are hands well, on ta- with. I'm talking to somebody else about a column right now. But anyway. Really? Well, I haven't heard anything at the outline. Not, Im- not even a whisper. Yeah, no, that's probably true. I haven't heard um, a whisper of this, but it's exciting. I just subscribed to all the newsletters. Mm, anyhow. In the podcast. So the last thing you were writing was the was the new uh, Republic column. Let's not worry about me anymore. I'm it was called like It was called like binary... By, it was like so I had a cool digits yeah, like by a, Paul with yeah. Paul Ford. <laughs> That's the point I want to well, get to. I want to get to the with point in a column where it's just like scriddly brew. With. <laughs> I'm ready to offer you. Is a, this a with Josh Topolsky? This show? It's we should change it for the reboot. <laughs> Ryan, what do you think? Tomorrow with Joshua Topolsky. This is a tomorrow with Josh. No, it's not. <laughs> no, it's it not. No, it's not. <laughs> yes, it is. No, it's it's tomorrow. I, I think he's right. Tomorrow. No, he's right. With Josh DePolsky. Is it with? The yeah. entire listening audience uh-huh. is looking at their phones right you now, and it says tomorrow. It's with amazing. Josh this is the thing. It's when you flip over to brand. I haven't done the brand flip yet, but do you, you want to do an outline column? It can be with Paul Ford. It could just be with Paul Ford to be a really good name for a column. Oh, it's great. That's because we could just go nowhere like I normally do on the express just, bus to work just with Paul Ford. With Paul Ford. Um, the I I guess that's true. Is it true? Or you, did you just check no, it out? It, I, it it's is with true. Josh Tomorrow. <laughs> this is you why know, it needs a reboot. Yeah, <laughs> when you reboot it, you should probably learn the name of it. So, Paul, what's going on out there? Okay, it's a crazy time. When's the last time we talked? It was a uh, I think a, months ago. a few months ago. Yeah, you were very down in the dumps about Trump. Yeah, it's you were bad. feeling it's very rough. upset. Of course, as a man with children and a career. Well, let me let me ask you a framing question. How are things going here? From the outside, it looks like they're going well. At the outline, yeah, or just in life. But no, I mean the outline seems to be selling advertisements. And I mean, kind we're of... doing we're doing you know well. Okay, so you launched a business that is not a media business that has not died in six months. Well, you know that's oh, yeah. basically true. Yeah, you know <laughs> we're I wouldn't say that we're like we're not like. BuzzFeed level. I mean, we're not like just printing money. You know, I mean, we're this is a battle. I mean, we're battling every day for people's attention, but also like for mind share. But our business model is super fucking weird. Like, we don't publish that much stuff. We um, publish things that are relatively provocative and mm-hmm. and like can ruffle feathers. We don't work with advertisers the way most people work with advertisers. We don't do programmatic. We don't do banners. We don't. I'm not, by the way, are you asking me to do a pitch for the business? Because, no, no. I'm just like, <laughs> like, here's the thing. I thought it was all over when Trump won. Yeah, well, I yeah. thought like, well, here we go. Because you remember, you know, but then I, in retrospect, it just takes a while to destroy the American economy. It's only been a few months. I was just talking about this today. Right. I said, I was just saying, like, I don't think we've started to really feel it yet. Because you're still, we're still coasting on some Obama era stuff. Oh, totally. no, it's coming. It's gonna come. The there's crash no way, is coming. There's no way you can have this yeah. and this level of corruption without implosion, unless I mean, maybe we've entered this bizarre, surreal world where like the the um, the markets are no longer connected to the overall political or social health of the republic. Well, it's all just the markets like, uh, pivot to video. It's all yeah. Just, the market, the market no, it's is all, it's all just video. like right. it's all just like souped up PCs just trading on their own. I mean, we don't yeah. like the truth is there is a bunch of a flash trading going on that has nothing to do with no, you. Just hit the turbo so, button. <laughs> that is what's happening. Just, you just got day traders. FLS. You know what I would do if I terminal day trading terminals and I would bring the turbo button back. Yeah, turbo. And be like, remember when PCs used to have you hold it down. 
downers. No, you, you hit that turbo button. Uh, yeah. It was like suddenly your PC was just jet powered. No, one, it never worked. That's, I have a large turbo button next to all of my computers. That's, uh, you should, desktop turbo button. You should just sell that like the accelerator system for famous I bought, people. I bought a, uh, a, lot of, a company makes a wheel. You can get it's a big wheel. I think mm. it's like, I want to say it's, it's not Logitech. But it's a Logitech adjacent okay, so very, business. Very cool. And you can buy it's a USB wheel, mm. and you can also push the wheel. It has mm. two functions: it can be turned, and it can be pushed. So you can like set the volume on anything. Yeah, I set like it pong. up. Uh, yeah. Yeah, 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 like yeah, pong. Yeah. yeah, but you couldn't push the wheel in pong. But I set it up at one point to send a tweet. Like you could, it would, you know, it would like put the tweet out when you okay. hit the button. Like any, like Josh hit the button. Yeah. It was like a power move. Wow. So I've always wanted to create hardware that was for very specific tasks, Ooh. very specific computing <laughs> tasks like Turbo. I once had a, a big Kurzweil keyboard. Yeah. Which model? K1000. Beautiful model. Beautiful. And weighted, weighted keys? Yeah. yeah. Full MIDI. Mm. And, of course, I couldn't play piano, but I had this stupid thing. And so I was like, oh, you know what? I can start to automate my life using MIDI <laughs> into the yeah, computer. I'll yeah. program. I'll write little programs. I'll hit a key, and it will do certain things. Like yeah. it will open a word That's how Ferris Bueller did it. Yeah, pretty much. Pretty That's much. how Ferris Bueller got out of everything. And so I'll just use his keyboard. Probably spent you know, a <laughs> month on that in, in 1999. Just, yeah. Again, that never, not one thing worked ever. You didn't Just produce a, any techno or anything? Nothing with the happened. Well, no, because, you know, I couldn't make, I, I'm, I'm garbage in music. So. <laughs> You're a garbage person. I am terrible. So I just would hit the button and then nothing would happen. Then I would debug that. And that went on for a while. And then. It sounds like something that was, now, were you married at the time? No. I was going to say, because if you had a spouse, that sounds like it's no, very what's very wrong annoying. with Paul? <laughs> Actually, we had to get, I got rid of that monitor because we lived above a, or that um, keyboard. keyboard. We lived above a guitar store. And our we had a semi legal um, washer dryer situation, <laughs> and the floors were really bad, so we like ruined five guitars uh, by a flood. A uh, dripping. Yeah, or like we ruined like two guitars. It wasn't what, too bad. What was the store? I was a little guitar store on Third Avenue in Brooklyn. It's gone, long gone. What was it called? Something guitars. I guess it's been a while, man. Wow. It's been like six Bedford years. Guitars. It became, it became a, no, no. It's third, it became a restaurant uh, called The Pines. After it first became a place called Tony's Bagels. This is in. Then, this is in. Where is this? Ditmus. Oh, Ditmus. Oh, we're actually not. Still, we're, down, we, we're headed towards Ditmus. This was. Um, I guess you Gowanus. I don't know. Yeah, Gowanus. You're bad. Gowanus pioneer. Anyway, regardless, people was, not from New York have no idea what we're talking. No, about. I know. Let's it's let's cut them a break. Horrible and boring. Anyway, I had to. I gave them my synthesizer as payment for flooding their guitar store. <sighs> that seems like a really bad trade. <laughs> if I loved guitar and you ruined my guitar and you gave me a keyboard in exchange, I feel like it would be the, even more insulting than having ruined my guitar. No, it, be, it was like, oh, it, your guitar is broken? Here's a Kurzweil K1000. It was just like, <laughs> it was kind of not clear whose fault everything was. Mm -hmm, and so, mm -hmm. so it was just like, well, look, how about you take our synth? And they're like, great. So you said that you thought that Trump was going to ruin everything. Yeah, I did. But now tell me, do you not feel that that's happened? Or you just, oh, 100% you think it's just it's a happened. slow It's a slow wave. I think it's just it hasn't quite filtered into the everyday workaday life of people like us. Yeah. You know, you, you don't, I, I feel it acutely, really. I mean, well, I, I, when I, I'll say this. You're in media, though. You're actually writing stories about the stuff. Well, yeah, just like when I think about what the outline, some of the plans we had for the outline pre-Trump, there were things that I thought like, oh, we'll be doing this 
type of thing. And then by the time Trump won, it seemed like, well, right, we, you were like, how about some fun comics about space? You yeah, know, uh, like wanna... some frivolity, Science. some light stuff. Yeah. And now it's like, no, I mean, there, we're still doing well, a little bit of it's that. Created this, this, in, in media, I think it's created this tremendous sense of focus around a very narrow set of subjects. So science, great instinct. You might have done more about like space or whatever. Yeah, now yeah. you're going to do climate change. Right. Well, it's also, yes, it's also like it feels like the gravity of um, what is worth talking about has shifted. That's right. Like, like, like you know, I, and I had already, I mean, listen, when I left, when I left Vox and The Verge and went to Bloomberg, I was already kind of like the gadget thing and the tech thing is like it has turned into a much bigger cultural. This is tricky, right? You're a general interest publication, but you have, it's a narrow interest moment. We, well, but also our interests are, are relatively narrow in that there's a gen- yes, sure. general, like we could cover anything we want. But there are things that we certainly won't cover, like Game of Thrones recaps, you know, or like or like dissections of Game of Thrones or, you know, did you right, the right. thing you missed or about like Cersei's doing cloak. a weekly podcast about Westworld. OK, that's a little different. Is it? Actually, our podcast about Westworld was not a dissection of the episodes of Westworld, but a, dis- mm. a dissection of the Reddit and fan theories uh, about the episodes that's of Westworld. Really, something. So, if you had spent wow. any time listening Slice to, and, and also our, our own theories, I'm what's just saying, good media? What what should we be doing right now? If we well, no, be I, doing... I'm saying I'm not saying it's wrong to do the recaps. I just felt like, you know, just to, to comment on what we do now. No, I was a slate madman recapper, so I've, I've been there. I know no, what it's and, like. And and by the way, I'm rewatching Mad Men, which is really interesting. Yeah. In the age, first off, like. If you've seen Mad Men and you then you had a kid, yeah. Mad Men's a really different show. You notice how seriously fucked up they treat the kids. I'm kind of saving it, too, because I started an agency-type business. Well, this is also—when we—when when they—so, spoiler alert for Mad Men. By the way, God, we are all over the place here. But spoiler mm. alert for Mad Men. There's a part where they break off and form their own agency. Mm-hmm. And that happened, I think, right around the same time that we were starting— you know, The Verge and the birth of kind of Vox Media, and it's, you know, it's sort of— the Vox Media brand. And uh, there's a lot like going into it now. I'm like, oh, I remember how I felt. I was like, God, it's like these people on TV are doing something so similar. It's like branching out on their own. Um, but what I was saying is, you know, I think there's enough of that stuff that like with Game of Thrones that, yeah, you have to kind of pick and choose. And so we don't do that stuff. And, you know, it's it's there is a narrower... A lot of that stuff feels very frivolous to me. Like a lot of the stuff that I read elsewhere feels frivolous to me. It feels regurgitative and duplicative. Some of it's really good. Some of it isn't. A lot of it is not. And I feel like we're inundated now by this weird kind of like on on the one the one track is like just overwhelming information about Donald Trump and his coterie of bad guys. It's just overwhelming flood Literally, of nonstop. You know, <laughs> You know what you're saying? This is actually we're we're experiencing this live because what is it? when we would sit down and talk before Trump, it'd be like, here's five subjects, Apple Watch, cats, whatever. Yeah, right. And we literally just sat down and we're like, Whoa boy, cats in the age of Donald Trump. Yeah. Everything's screwed. No, and then it's like but on the flip side, it's like it's like there's other stuff. There's like like 
The new Apple. Look, there's an iPhone. Let's let's now give I people can, some relief here. You want to talk let's, about the iPhone? Let's talk about anything but Donald Trump. What's some the new stuff? IPhone? I miss. Stuff. I understand that the screen will be larger, so you can see more of Trump's tweet <laughs> when he does a tweet it. storm. You can see yeah. all of the oh, tweet storm right. in one view. It'll just be the iPhone Donald Trump edition. It's actually, uh, it's actually, they have a mode where it'll compact his tweets no matter how long his tweet Literally storm gets. Literally every app is it's just going to be Donald Trump tweeting. You'll just open it up; it'll be Donald Trump. My Trump. dream is that someday. Here's what I like to think about: is that I hope that my dog doesn't get old enough. I hope that Donald Trump is gone from the kind of daily conversation before my daughter is old enough to know who Donald Trump is. Uh, you know, it's really intense in Brooklyn because my kids, you know, they come back from kindergarten and they're, yeah, they're their talk- little MAGA hats on. No, they're little friends who wear like hijab. They're like, oh, she probably has to leave the country. No, it's fucked. In, it's a it's a fucked up nightmare. Yeah, no, there. no. I mean, it's just like seeing it in the middle of a very we're in an, a ridiculously diverse neighborhood nothing yeah. and and it's just like seeing it up close and seeing it through the kids and you know we end up going and standing with uh we're standing in front of the elementary school kind of holding signs saying you are welcome here like yeah. that is literally no, the that's stuff what, we're doing no it's crazy i was thinking about this the other day it's like we have like literal like a someone died during a protest yeah a gov like an, a a a racist neo-Nazi protest and then like an anti-racist neo-Nazi protest. Like we are now in a state of situ like of living where in this country people are dying in the streets literally while protesting Trump and his policies and the people that surround him. And it's like it's a pretty fucking weird place know, to but be. But you know what it brings so me holding back? those signs is pretty fucking weird. Yeah, I know. But what it brings me back to is why hasn't Bluetooth gotten better? I think in the new iPhone. Mm-hmm. They're going to have a whole new Bluetooth. Yeah, that'd be great. Green tooth. Okay, first of all, <laughs> the, the stupid little headphones never caught on. I mean, Bluetooth is bad. Those little ones that stick it, out? Like in my car. Are those Bluetooth or are they like special Apple Which protocol? one? What do you mean? The little, the like little the jawbone? Like, yeah. It's like an oh, the, the, um, ear, the little guy. The little ear guy. Yeah, they, yeah, they, they have a like version of Bluetooth. Okay, yeah, so they have Bluetooth. Apple's Bluetooth. got its own thing. So it's got in the same oh, no, way. No, no, you're talking about Apple's AirPods? Yeah. That's like a Bluetooth version. It's like a variant. Yeah. Okay, so they have their own, just like they have their own cable, yeah. right? Yeah, okay. we got. I can't cable. do Trump. We got it. We got to talk Fine. about. I don't want to talk about headphones. Trump. Like, cut out that whole Trump part. Do you think about headphones very much anymore? Oh, let's honestly. What do you do? Okay, let's talk about this for a second. Mm-hmm. I think this is a good place to yeah. des- to destroy this podcast. Ryan, mm-hmm. my understanding is that you've been eating a lot of HelloFresh lately. Yeah, it's uh, it's my main source of energy. <laughs> it's really it's it like sustains. It's powering your yeah. You everything else is like it's all you're, you've given up on everything. Technically, this podcast is powered by HelloFresh. <laughs> it's actually technically true. But so you've been making a lot of these HelloFresh meals. Yeah. And this is a meal kit delivery service that makes cooking more fun. Is true? Yes, more fun. So you can focus on the whole experience. True? Whole experience. Not just the final plate. Also true? Mostly I focus on the final plate. But you could. You could <laughs> enjoy the cooking. You're like, I, I like the cooking. <laughs> but the really... eating is the best part. So so every week they create a new delicious recipe with step-by-step instructions. Is this Are you following these instructions? Absolutely. I wouldn't know how to do anything without them. And so it takes about 30 minutes? Yeah. Even if you're a novice. Yeah. Would you consider yourself a novice cook? Yeah. I I can make a PB&J. Anyhow, HelloFresh sources the freshest ingredients measured to the exact quantities needed so there's no food waste. Do you find your garbage is there's less garbage? 
Oh, it's amazing. We my, don't my, even have leftovers. My least favorite thing about cooking is that you end up with an, a huge pile of garbage. Of stuff you don't use. And the company employs two full-time registered dietitians on staff who review each recipe to ensure it's nutritionally balanced. Do you feel like you, like, gave up on your daily vitamin, way, right? You're done. No more Way daily. better than what I was doing. Yeah. You, you go from just toasting an Eggo waffle to eating a delicious, nutritious meal. I love it. I love it. They deliver food to your doorstep in a recyclable, insulated box for free. Mm-hmm. And they're now offering light fall meals, and they've just introduced breakfast options. Have you had the breakfast options? Uh, a couple of times. Really? Yes. See, I'm a big breakfast fan. Yeah. But I don't – I do not have a lot of time in the morning, which is why a HelloFresh option might actually make a lot of sense. Because it's all there for you. You don't have to – when you wake yeah, up, you don't, you don't have, have to think. about think. it. I'm like, what am I going to cook? It's like, it, boom. It'll it's in tell a box. You. It's literally sitting it in a box. what to do. And the box is, speaks to you. Mm-hmm. There's an audio source inside the box. That's not true. That you can use like a Siri type of no. uh, assistant <laughs> nope. that will tell you how to cook a meal. That wouldn't even be necessary. <laughs> it's not a thing that happens. Okay. All right. So here's the deal. Think about this. Delicious ingredients that you'll love to eat. Simple recipes you'll love to cook. True? True. So what are you waiting for? Get cooking. Yeah, do it. Why are we all sitting here talking when you could be eating? Come on. And less than 10 bucks a meal. Which is very cheap. Absurd. I mean, especially, much New, cheaper especially than in a out. place like New York. Yeah, much cheaper than going out. All right, so here's the deal. You can get 30 bucks off your first week of deliveries if you visit HelloFresh.com and enter the code Topolsky30 when you subscribe. And enjoy life again. Live your best <laughs> life. Oh, we're when almost think, done here. When I think about no, where I don't even think we're close to. Let's being talk done. about the highlights. Let's talk about what was the best. You've had a hundred of these. Yeah, yeah. Do you remember any of them? You know, it's very hard to remember most of them because, as you know, maybe you don't know this, but I, you know, I go into a, a fugue state. Oh yeah. During these, and then when I yeah. leave, I don't take any of it with me. No, you're and just, I don't remember it. And when I listen to it, if I listen to so it afterwards, freaking alive when you're here. This is where this is where I'm closest to the edge. Yeah, you know, and people can't see you, but there's just like sweat. It's like a almost green. This is coming. this is like uh, this is my workout. Yeah. This we, is have where to keep, we have to keep cutting the broadcast because you you keep leaning over to the side and going, God damn it! <laughs> this is also my therapy. Yeah. This is my workout and my therapy. It's like if you combine a hard physical workout with mm-hmm. hard, like, intense psychotherapy. And Tito's. And Tito's. Yeah. That's what this is. There's an actual anvil in here. People don't know that. that you're sitting here with a sledgehammer. Like, I walk in, and Topolsky is just like, I'll suck and show you! And, <laughs> that's exactly. And I do that voice sometimes yeah. as well. Uh, at any rate. So, so Paul, anyway, so your blank outrages, a hundred of those, do you feel better? You know what? I don't know. What is feeling? I don't know. What is better? I noticed that there's a lot of holes in the wall where your fist has gone through. Yeah. Well, that wasn't my fist, actually. <laughs> it's fine. It's a different kind of business. <laughs> you know what? We do it differently here at The Outline. That's the thing that you need to know. Sure. When I started this podcast, I was still at Bloomberg. Put that in your fucking mind for a second. I was working at Bloomberg full time when I began tomorrow. If you can travel back two years ago. (laughs) I remember this. I think I was on it, and then it was like, actually, I'm not at Bloomberg anymore. Take a trip the, the next day. Through your mind's eye to 2014. 
Can I hit the Tito's again? Please, my oh, God, my God. Yeah. I'm worried though. Are you sure? No, no, no. This is maybe f- just maybe just you know just freshen me up. Pause just a there. little perk up. You know, mm. I'm starting to feel like this podcast might be going somewhere. Honestly, this is running low, but I'll let you have the. Yeah, yeah. Hit me up with a little more of the Pamplemousse. Yeah, I believe it's pronounced Pamplemousse. Eh? Remember that band <laughs> Pam- Pamplemousse? No, I don't. They were the ones who did the cover of like. Single Ladies by Beyonce. Ugh, I hate I hate ironic covers. No, it's like that woman in Portland just staring at the camera, and then they would double it up. Sounds ironic. It, it's like it's like the guys. It's like the uh, it's like Limp Bizkit doing a cover of Faith. No, mm. worse than ironic is earnest. Like this is very earnest. Very that's all earnest. Of YouTube. That's literally you just described every YouTube performer. Yeah, yeah absolutely. That's how, that's like how, a Todrick Hall. That's, that's how too Selena much. Gomez got her start. No, I don't think it's the intonation. No, Ariana like, Grande did. Oh, oh yeah, Ariana Grande. That's how she got her start. All right, we need to start this thing over from, right. from the beginning. Hi, I'm Paul Ford, and I'm a friend of tomorrow. Very glad to be back here. I'm a business person as well as a writer, mm-hmm. and we can talk all about that. That's but true. honestly, here's what I'm going to do. So I'm going to show myself for like 10 seconds. Do it. And, and then uh, I'm the co-founder of a company called Postlight. We build web apps and platforms. And when you use uh, when you use something on your on your on your on your on your browser, <laughs> it's really cool. Postlight to build it. If you ever if you've ever used a browser, <laughs> yeah, you got that's us. So Postlight's in there. there. Postlight's We're in up there. in there. We're in your all your webs and have your you, apps. Have you ever looked at anything on your browser? Because if you have, you probably saw I've some Postlight. I'm part of that. That's me. A question about post light. Please go ahead. Let's talk about that name for a second. Okay. After the light. Mm. The light so, happened. This was the thing. We non post it. We sat down, had a little had a drink, and just like we're doing now. <laughs> just had a got a jug of Tito's. Just got out. a jug of Tito's and starting to knock that bad boy down. Yeah. And so um I was talking with my business partner Richard Ziotti, and we came up with a lot of very bad names, and then post light. Showed up in the dictionary. I was like, okay. Oh, have, we ta- have we talked about this before? No, 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 no. Have we talked about this before, Ryan? No. No. Okay. The whole point. Of, so I was like, oh, that's cool. It's like an actual thing. It's, a, it's it? a It's a little light. Like if you Google it, up up until we got better SEO, the first thing that would pop up was um, this little light that you put out in front of your house, and it's just like the you know, oh, on the, the post. post post light. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And so oh, like here we are. Yeah, and so the, the like you're a traveler, like you're a hobo. Yeah, you're you're traveling down the road in the during the depression. And then you see a light in the distance. That's right, a little post light there. And you go to the house, and you go to the house, and a young Don Draper is there. Well, so there's a couple things going on with it, right? So first of all, it's an actual word, and you could get the URL for a not insane amount of money. So that's a big deal. How much did you pay for it? I was like a couple grand, like nothing. Like that's not bad for a good URL with a simple name that you. Joshua Topolsky, couple grand is a steal. Yeah. So we were really happy about that. You bought that. it from like a, a domain like supplier? Yeah, it was like you typed it in and it was like, do you want to buy this domain? And we like we threw them a number and they yeah. were like, yeah, all right, okay. The outline was more expensive than a couple grand. That's the thing, right? Like it's very, it, people don't know you have to do this. It's a kind of formalized extortion. Anyway. The Verge cost uh, $50,000. That's not crazy Not too crazy. bad. Yeah, not too bad. A it was a website that had not been updated since 1999. Also, it was an ISP called right. The Verge. So we were yeah, very – I was aware that it had a couple meanings. One is like it's a thing that's nice. You look it up and it is something. It's mm-hmm. a light in the darkness. It's like cool. almost like a small lighthouse when you think about but it. But it has nerd <laughs> insider uh, – Oh, here we go. The, word, the, the verb post has a very specific meaning to nerds. Yeah, like fix it and post. No, like uh, – Like HTTP, you put, a post, you put like, a post up on the internet. Like you post a form. You use a ver. It's it's yeah, and you're building your REST-based APIs. You use post, and also just in case. So not even uh, like you're posting a blog post, uh, yeah, yeah, or like you'll fix it in post, like you're doing ADR. And just in case screens go out of fashion, 
we can claim that we're post-light. Yeah. Hello. You know, because at that point, we were just hearing uh, Murmurs of Alexa. Murmurs. That's the name of my band. Murmurs of Alexa. Murmurs of Alexa. Yeah. I love that uh, hit. You guys had a big hit in 1993. Oh, yeah, about Uh, Audrey Hepburn. Yeah, Murmurs of Alexa. Murmurs of Alexa. (laughs) Very good. It was just just called Audrey. And it was her screaming. That was the weird part. It was just Audrey Hepburn. Well, you found the B-roll of the screaming. Yeah. And then you just put that. Yeah. It was the sound of us sticking a pin into the neck of a dick dick. It was just Really bad, and you added some extra screaming in post. I yeah, understand. that's right. Yeah. That's right. Murmurs of Alexa. Anyhow. God, the bassist was a drug addict. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he had a form of elephantiasis. It was really unpleasant. That was a surprise. I remember seeing the photos. Don't go and, on tour with that guy. And I was like, this. I did not Ooh. see this coming. This is. Uh, thank God, Alexa's not alive. I'm not an animal, but I am a bassist. Yeah. Anyhow, so Postlight is an internet <laughs> web location. That's not why we're here. <laughs> we're not here to talk about. Why are we business. here? Okay, let's we're, talk about. Let's get. Let's get into the reboot. Ban- let's talk about the reboot. Banter. It's enough. It's enough <laughs> of this. I mean, Ryan is suffering. I've never seen this guy suffer so right. much. Listen, just tell me what the show's gonna be. <laughs> <laughs> let's you just, so you know what's true. Let's go. So we're like what? What? This Some is like top, a form of your this ring, like, my hand, a dog. What do you want to talk about? I'm trying to think. Of, like, Can we talk if, about your dog? I'm trying to think if there's anybody. This is to be like fish, okay? <laughs> like <laughs> the man. Like fish is probably a lot of fun to be in. Mm. Like if you're a member of fish, you're having the fucking time. Did of your you life. like them like a little bit? In no, the 90s? never. But never? I think if you listen to fish, the album with the orange on the cover. I don't even know what that is. But I think if you, what about I think, Primus? I think definitely not. <laughs> like. No. What but, about this song by Primus, the one that went? <laughs> you mean all Primus songs? <laughs> but I think that like like fish, fun to be in. What about a blast, Rush? A blast? No. Oh. Uh, but I think that to listen to for many people, I'm gonna go see Roger Waters in September. Annoying. Mm. And so I wonder if this conversation is like that, where we're jamming. Oh, we're like jamming. we're just like in a groove here. <laughs> we're just doing our thing, and yet to people listening, they're like. This is so fucking annoying. Well, I think we jam in like murmurs to Alexa. <laughs> yeah, mur- murmurs of Alexa. Murmurs of Alexa. Oh. Yeah, please. Uh, listen, what what's a topic? Let's jam on a topic. No, I just said we were going to get to the reboot. Well, what's an the internet reboot. thing? The uh, reboot. reboot. Let's talk about your reboot. So I want to. So re- you've done a hundred of these bad I, boys. We've done a hundred of these shows. How many think, have been good? I think this is a great example of why the show. No, in its current. How many have been good? I mean, 50, Okay, that's 45. great. That's a great ratio. You should be really proud. Put that on your tombstone. Yeah, like 30. Maybe like 30. That's, okay, now we're getting to now it's like, getting look, real. This, this one's good. Right? <laughs> yeah, this one's excellent. I wonder who, I wonder who is like, if, if I say 30 and anybody who's ever been on the show is listening, which is definitely not happening. But, no. but <laughs> podcast guests. Now, right now. Um, pod, they're all just narcissists. Alex Garland is actually very good. Very this is the thing. I mean, that's your, look, every, 30 is a great number because everybody's in that number. I don't know. I don't think that's true. I've done a hundred shows. And that's so what like I mean, a, but everyone a, a who's solid, listening is like, yeah, but mine solid, was pretty good. A solid two thirds are not in that. Yeah. Okay. Well, like twenty five of them were me. But some of your episodes were bad. <laughs> Those are terrible. Like this one does not yeah. go in the no, top think, thirty. There was like one, like two episodes ago that was just hot liquid garbage. We just couldn't <laughs> find it. Couldn't get there. Just like. Just like uh, just like live sewage. Somebody, somebody had an infection and it oh, broke yeah, open. Like and, the, like a and the pus that's streaming out of it is was the podcast. That's right. That's right. I don't think the people know what a like the, the best and the worst shows are because of Tito's. I want people to know yeah, that Tito's yeah. has never sponsored I, this show, <laughs> but it has given us our best and our worst. Can I say I do think I have I will say this. Vodka fucks me up in a way. Like I get I get drunk on vodka in a way that is not the same for other liquors. Oh, we're like, absolutely gonna have a fist fight and then have sex by the end of the show. <laughs> I 
I mean, if it's like our other episodes, that's the that's reboot. Sure. That's right. The only difference is like we're not doing it at Argo Studios. We're here. Uh, let's not talk about Argo. Okay. All right. No, let's talk about the reboot. All right. So you're going to change up the. First of all, I think it's important for people to know that everything you do, like thirty is pretty good. I mean, I've had a lot of good conversations, but on also show. that like. Some things are just garbage, and you know it. And you I just, just think I think the you age turn of, the wheel to the next week. I think the age of two people randomly talking is like there's plenty of that. Yeah, and I, also <laughs> for me, I feel like I, I, I do a corporate podcast. I do a good postlight podcast called yeah. Track Changes, and it is that. It's a couple people talking. I just think there's there are going to be pockets that where that works really well. But I feel like I have had a lot of one-on-one conversations. I and think I, you're a media like this is a media company. It should it should. And this is the age of podcast networks. It's time. Well, wait, hold on. Let's level this thing up. We have a podcast. I'm so network. tired of this. This it's is a hundred episodes of garbage, and we got to just do better. Martini Media. Mm. Uh, we are serving up delicious, cold, refreshing drinks that are also podcasts. That's right. You know what? The great thing about Martini Media is you'll be shaken and stirred. That's right. That's correct. That's right. Every Available po- on mm. Android and iOS. Yeah, it's, it's got its own and platform. And Windows Phone. It's really exciting. Windows Where, Phone. Did you get some funding from Martini Media? Let's just say that it'll be available exclusively on Windows Phone and Surface laptops oh, for the first six months. Oh, okay. very powerful media integration synergy strategy. I love synergy, as you mm, know, and I love integration. Sometimes I like to so just here's the, sit here's, there and feel synergy. Here's the... Here's the by the way, shame on all of humanity for ruining the word synergy, which actually is a really cool word. Great word. The really yeah. cool word that I would love to use more, but every time I say it, I feel disgusted with myself. No, it's, but it's got like the same root as synth, which is an awesome instrument. <clears throat> so in, it takes us all the way back to the Kurzweil K1000, mm. one of the greatest MIDI synthesizers to have ever I destroyed a guitar shop. I love a good so, MIDI synthesizer. So my thought was like, hmm. I so I have things that... There are a lot of things that I feel like I want to do or need to do, but I don't do. Mm-hmm. And one of the things I've been thinking a lot like about ecstasy? is no, I've done. Pl- I don't need to do any more ecstasy. Okay. I'm good. Okay. I'm all full up on that. Okay. Um, but I think that one of the things I've been thinking a lot about is that this show. This is gonna sound really weird, but this is there is a therapeutic element to the sure, show. Let's go tell like, me. Like, like originally when I started doing this, when I was at Bloomberg, mm-hmm. I was like, I need some outlet for like the weird. Like I need to have this conversation with right, somebody. Right. I need to do it in public because I'm, because I need attention. No, because just I'm validation. Dying, because, I'm dying for validation and yeah, attention. No, talk about your narcissism. And and I love and I think like as a kind of ogreish person right. physically, of course, any little bit of interest or love I can get from people is exciting to me sexually. And you deserve. And it. so thank you. And so and so I thought. Hold on, my phone is ringing. That's okay. This you do whatever you need important. to do. It's we a Washington all call. All the time in the world. This could be. This could be Trump. Sure. Sure. What if I answer and it is Trump? Hello, it's Melania. Shh. <laughs> <laughs> Melania is like, get me out of here. Help you me. Take, we don't know each other, but I need help. I um, no, so, so, so she's all like, the I'm the, time uh, you need she's like, I'm the only the person that listens to your podcast, and I need your help. Um, so I think there is something therapeutic about this. But then I, I've been thinking a lot about how. Like I, I feel like I'm. It's sort of cyclical now. Like mm-hmm. I'm just going, kind of having. I'm having this this fucking Trump conversation with everybody. Yeah, yeah, I know. You know, it's like oh Trump. You know, and and actually in my life there are things that I've wanted to do or need to do that I'm not doing because like I'm not motivated in certain ways. Mm-hmm. Like okay, good like example. laundry. No, good example. The Fast and the Furious franchise. Mm. I've never seen any of the movies oh all the God, way through. No, no, I know. I've heard. 
But I've never I try, done no, it. No, because you read these essays in, by millennials who are just like, you read, ah, by Melania. Just, you read these essays yeah. by Melania where she's like, I love <laughs> Millennials? <fascist."> yeah, millennials. <laughs> Slovakian. Millennials uh, is a thing. That's amazing. What I started thinking was like, maybe I could use the podcast as a way to get to get, to try things or to do things. Sure. That I have, that I've been meaning to do or wanting to do or thinking about mm -hmm. but haven't done. For instance, for I'd say well over a decade, I've been talking about going to Scientology Sunday services. Sure. Just to check it out. Just sure. to check it out. Like, I'm just interested. <laughs> I'm not saying I'm going to become a Scientologist. No, no, no. But I am curious. What's, yeah. a, what's a Scientology Sunday I service like? I have wanted to do that so badly. Oh. Are, we, are you going? Are you my wingman at si I will Sunday, Sunday wingman services? With you. I have wanted to fake join Scientology just to see for so, so badly. Maybe we could level up. Oh, yeah. We don't know. I mean, maybe what it's if, a good career move. What for us. if I have too many thetans? Yeah, right. you definitely do. You're you need to be an OT. You need to get in your OT levels right. Checked. All right. Yeah. So you're gonna go. Are you gonna record this secretly? I don't know what we're gonna do, but but so like Fast and but Furious. But you can tell us. You haven't guys can any, sit in a room. Haven't seen any Fast and Furious. Gonna watch all of them. Haven't gone to Sunday services at a Scientology right. Church of Scientology. Right. Uh, I am VR. Yeah. Ryan wants me to work. Spend a week working in VR. Which I think will just be me throwing up for a week straight. That's what's going to happen. And just like, is there a Google Docs VR? Like, how at do this you point? even do it? Yeah, how do you even work in VR? <laughs> I'm, I'm really. You sit down on one of the virtual PCs. I actually just saw an amazing yeah. demo, which is, uh, it's a, it's a, PC, emulating a phone, running. Like another OS running Unreal Engine 4, or it's all in Unreal Engine 4, but it's like, and it's Doom on the phone in the virtual environment. It's like full Doom on the phone inside of, you know what I'm talking about. I do. I don't want to give you any, I don't want to acknowledge this. You don't want to help me out. I just out? want to move on. Right. I'm oh, just watching all you. All of a sudden, Paul's too good for No, I'm just watching okay, you they... flop around on the shore with this one. <laughs> the founder of Postlight doesn't want to talk about it's tech. Just, it's fun. He it's wants just... to prove his theory that this is all a simulation. I know. We are. This room looks like a simulation. This is a 3D rendered podcast studio. What if I told you that everything you know is a lie? God, that'd be great. I would love <laughs> I it. Know. It'd be a tremendous like, please, relief. Please, fucking Morpheus. Yeah. Like, where's Morpheus yeah, when yeah. you need yeah. him? This is the Matrix? <laughs> yeah. Seriously, this is so good. No, I get so it. I would get it. No, if oh. this were the Matrix, it would make perfect sense. Because you know, totally. in the Matrix, they, you know, the whole thing is like, they're like, humans have to suffer. Yeah. We don't, you don't want a paradise. You want That's to right. suffer. No, this this is the Matrix. Ugh, the, the Wachowskis knew it. They got it. 99. I know. Seminal year for film. The Matrix. Never seen it. Uh, just kidding. Uh, <laughs> Fight Club, horrible movie. Mm. Unwatchable, basically. And, of course, the uh, uh, infamous Oscar-winning, Oscar-award-winning American Beauty. Right, right. And there's several right. other films that I can't think of right God, now. American Beauty. It's a good, yes. it's a good movie. Wow. That's, you just hit the Tito's a little hard. The table's little, thirsty, apparently. It's, it's a little yeah, party foul. Drink up. Wait, we were just talking about something. 99 being an incredible year for films. All right, so what, what were what you other, doing? What other films? How, what was I doing during I didn't even I remember was a, now. I was, I was uh, producing rave music. I was working at a branding agency. I had my, I think I had my seminal hit, Pistol Whip, came out that year. Oh. Actually, it came out in 98 and was re-released in 2000 in the UK. Mm, which good was, year for Topolsky's. So that span of two years is all Pistol Whip, mm -hmm. basically. Nobody knows what I'm talking about. No. Yeah, I know you had some music thing that I happened. Techno, I was a techno DJ and producer. Right. And then I was you, 10 and so glad that it wasn't 9-11 yet. I went to, uh, 
I went to. Here's a funny story. Like I, I DJed it. So, so they released that record in the UK in 2000. This I had this techno song that was like a little bit of a hit. Right. And I went to DJ in like Manchester and London, a few other places. And I was in Bournemouth where I was playing a party. I went from like Manchester to Bournemouth in the same night. Okay. In England, they would have these. I, there's two things, and maybe I've told this story in the podcast before. Mm. Two things that are really memorable to me about this trip. I was traveling from. Uh, Manchester to Bournemouth or vice versa, I can't remember which one it was, in the middle of the night. And my they give you a driver when you go to England to DJ. And he was like, well, I was like, God, I'm so tired. And he's like, do you want to do a little Coke? I've got some. Sure. And I'm like, yeah, why not? We pull off on, we're on the M8 or whatever the roadway is there. Right. You know, and we pull off and he gets out like a CD or whatever. And he's like, you know, chopping some bumps or lines. Yeah, or was, I don't know if the kids do because it was the first yeah, time I'd ever talked to him. Doctor touched. in the TARDIS. And we look across the roadway, across like four lanes of, of highway. Mm -hmm. And on the other side of the roadway, this is how prevalent Coke was in the 90s in England. There was another car full of people who were snorting lines of cocaine or whatever sure. off of something in their car. And I was like, wow, this is an incredible situation that right. I'll someday write about. Um, but then I also remember after the party, I think I must have gone from Manchester to Bournemouth. After the party in Bournemouth, I went back to a house party. And um, and I was obviously extremely inebriated at this mm -hmm. point. And the people at the house party, it was like some random house in, in fucking middle of nowhere, England. And they my, my song came on, which, you know, they obviously knew of the song because they were at the club that we were all at where I was DJ. And they were like, this is I, like people were talking about it and they were like, this is an important moment. The creator of this song is here with us and we're talking about music and we're listening to the song and who knows what will come from this. And I was like, I don't, I was like, I need to get back to my hotel. Like, it's like, no, it was like, it was like, I got to go. Like, this was the point where. How did, how did the song go? Did it go like. It had a four, four kick drum in it. <laughs> the past is the enemy. The future. Tomorrow. Is our, tomorrow is our friend. And that brings me to the reboot. So why to, is this reboot going to be? Why would you change this amazing podcast? My therapy sessions? Yeah. My drunk therapy yeah, sessions? Go ahead. Tell they, me about Drunk therapy. Is that a thing? Probably. Actually, <laughs> it's a be. great idea. Should be. Hold on. Should now, the therapist be drunk? Paul is a witness. Everyone's drinking. Everyone's drinking. <laughs> no, just the, just the patient. It's actually unethical. We actually did a story about therapy, and it's unethical to have drunk people in therapy. Like, a lot of therapists sure. would be like... Get you need to sober yeah. up before yeah. we have a conversation. But I think if everybody's like, you're going to be drunk, it would make a very good Comedy you Central ever therapy? show. You've done therapy? Yeah. Uh, I mean, yes, a little bit. Okay. You? You have a therapist. I did for a while. You retired. <laughs> He's like, I'm good. I'm done. He's like, you know, Paul, thank you for this. Yeah. I'm quitting. Honestly, by the end, we were mostly just talking about World War II. I had a therapist who was like also a, like a motivational speaker, and I felt like because he knew that, like, I went on TV once in a while. Oh, yeah. That he was, like, kind of trying to utilize. Hey, Josh. Yeah, he, was like, he was like, hey, mention to, mention to the people at late night that uh, I've got a book, you know, a self-help book. It's really, I'm like, I don't know. Oh, that doesn't seem no. appropriate. <laughs> I had one once who tried to set me up with another patient. Really? That, yeah, it was a bad boundary thing. What happened? Did you go on I a was date? like, I don't think that's right for me right I now. I mean, that to me seems... Like nice though. That's like the first wives club. I probably should have jumped on it back in the day, but I think I was dating somebody. But it's just like I don't know if you want your therapist to set you up. Well, your therapist does you really well. I know, but then you go and see the other person, and then they're you're both like they're I gonna think, go yeah, complain so I about like the you. The problem there is you're like, oh, Doctor Rothschild. How about 
How about his sessions? Yeah, that's the thing. Right? Right. I just, just too I don't much. know where I, Rothschild. I don't know where I came up. Uh, because. Uh, <laughs> Roth, Rothschild? Rothschild? I'm not even sure what the name is. Yeah, it's a really rough one because actually like. <laughs> is that your therapist It's name? like, no, but it's also like that's a very Jewish name, but also the Illuminati love. That's not true. Rothschild I don't think is Jewish at all. Um, no, that's Jewish. No. Is it? It's a German Jewish. Fuck. No, no, it's literally, ah. literally like it's what anti-Semites talk about. <laughs> Dr. Goldberg and Silverstein, yeah. we'll see you now. That's the thing, like the Rothschilds are actually like. Oh, those are the spies, aren't they? Yeah, those are like the number. No, those are the Rosenbergs. No, those are the bankers, man. Wow. Like Ro- when they... Rothschilds like central bankers for the lizard people. Roths, yeah, that's Roths right. Roths or Roth? Rothschilds. Roth. Well, it's spelled Roths. R-O-T-H-S-C-H-I-L-D, yeah. Well, okay, just we'll cut that all out. All right. Anyhow, so I, went, I went to a wedding not too long ago, and the DJ was like, hey, how you doing? I was there early because I was performing the wedding. And he was like, hey, what's going on? I'm like, oh, you know, just hanging out and getting my act together. And he's like, yeah, you know, you ever hear about um, the, the, the Rothschild banking family? Wow, really? <laughs> it was like just that. A, just a, just but, a, Literally. Just a no, no frictionless Actually, segue no, it into... Was, it wasn't that. It was this. It was like, man, you know, I was really a Bernie guy. I'm like, oh, that's cool. You know, I can see that. And he's like, yeah, you ever hear about in 1913? And <laughs> it just went from there. I think that the X-Files has had so much, uh, has done so much lasting damage to the fabric of American culture. That we we love conspiracy. Do other countries have conspiracies at the level we do? I know the British do because they have like reptilians. I mean, the, the, but they're the, like Eastern we, European. We are so we are so in like an alternate universe <laughs> with this stuff now. I feel like, that other countries just hate Jews. Here's the thing that has always struck oh, me. Oh, this one does too. <laughs> yeah, no, no, that's no, no, right. America, no. America hates. No, Jews. I know, but the America gets creative about it. It's like, oh, they're actually reptiles. Whereas I think like your average Eastern European nation is like, uh, no, nah, they ruin everything. I mean, they, literally, people were chanting, "Jews will not replace us" at a at a, a rally where they were holding torches and had <sighs> swastikas on their arms. But here's what I will say: the thing the, about conspiracy. What about the Chinese? I don't know how they feel about Jews, honestly. Um. Probably not a fan, but who is a fan of Jews? Nobody. I'm a big, I'm a big Jew fan. I'm a big fan. My kids are of the Chinese, of the Jews. <laughs> my wife is Jewish. My kids are very Jewish. Here's the thing about Partially conspiracies. Jewish. I feel like conspiracies. What it requires is for you to believe that someone else has a plan, a really elaborate, detailed plan. And in my experience, no matter how adult you think somebody is, or how sophisticated or mature you think they are. They don't really have a plan. Yeah, I mean, conspiracies assume that there's order in the world at some level. Conspiracies in some way, to me, are like, okay, I think there's something about the vampire myth or the zombie myth that's very comforting in a way to people. Right. Because it gives you this impression. Well, vampirism, of course. No, but like secret societies. But just this idea that like you could live forever. There's a mechanism by which you might live Indefinitely. Just the fantasy. Did because you we ever? Because we're terrified of death. Did you have a conspiracy theory moment when you were young? Yeah, I read all the Robert Anton Wilson Me books. Me too, right? Uh, so, yeah, yeah. Are you familiar with those books? Oh my God. Have, yeah. we about, have we talked about Cosmic Trigger on this podcast? No, no, but I mean, this is my world too. Okay, right? yeah. Church of the Subgenius, sure. all that stuff. Yeah. And there was a whole culture of playing with and experimenting and understanding. Conspiracies were making fun of conspiracies, was like a very early pre internet subculture. Yeah. Like being into them because because people would be I, I kind of miss it because you'd get like these documents by people who believed in reptilians yeah. or whatever. Well, you've read you've read the Biggest Secret by David Icke, right? 
I, we ta- we've talked I'll be about honest, this. I haven't read it, but I have skimmed it. Do I need to get a copy oh. in here? Because I've got one on my desk. I could have brought Dude, it in I here. I kind of love I love all of it. Right? The like Biggest Secret is like a thousand pages of pure. Yeah. yeah. Like, I mean, it's like talks about how Bill Clinton and and George Bush were in like black magic sex rituals with children. I mean, it's like all it's all in. But and that stuff has been there for a while. Yeah. Oh, like behold a pale horse and mm-hmm. and uh, and you know the Illuminatus trilogy. Well, and I'm joking. We're joking around, but all the way back to Protocols of the Elders of Zion. I mean, and all yeah, that of stuff. course. Like, Conspiracy is powerful because it it does give you the impression that someone is pulling the and strings. This is what you want so bad at some level. You're just like this explains it, right? Because this is what I was saying about vampires and zombies is that at the at the base of all of this is like we want there to be like a parent. You right. want there to be like someone who has a system. the plan. Like even if the system is against you, there is like a base level where I think we all want to feel that there is a system. Yeah. And the, I think the sad, terrible, like horrific reality we have to face is that Trump and Steve Bannon and whoever else we think is part of this massive global conspiracy does not have a plan. If they had a plan, they would have been able to pull off the immigration ban or the whatever travel ban without it being a complete clusterfuck, right? Without mm-hmm. it looking – it wasn't like the resistance was like, here's our opportunity. It was like they made a bad plan because they didn't know what they were doing. They executed it poorly, and then people reacted. Look, here's what I think. I think that he's very good at channeling a certain – Donald Trump. Yeah. Trump is very good at channeling that conspiratorial urge. He plays with it, right? Well, he just says stuff like he literally certain people him. or well, and also, you know what I mean. No, but also sort of like you know he he played with Ted Cruz's dad killing Kennedy. Well, right? The birther like, the birther thing is one that of the is great a classic, conspiracies. Great and that was Trump theory. was all over the birther. I mean, Trump's basically like a guy who listened to Art Bell a lot. So and and uh, what's his name? Alex Jones. Well, Alex Jones and Alex Jones has been on uh, Coast to Coast, by the way. Right. Like he was a, uh, he used to be on Coast to Coast on uh, a that totally regular makes sense basis. Right. Of course, it makes sense. So there's there's this big range, and of, they all read. Sorry, I'm just they no, all no. read fucking Robert Anton Wilson and the Illuminatus trilogy and the Cosmic Trigger shit and Behold a Pale Horse. Sure. All of this has its roots in the protocols of the elders design. Anyway, so the announcement ahead. is that reboot of this show will be much like Alex Jones. <laughs> uh. I'm gonna take my shirt off. And I'm going to rant about lizard people. And sell you creatine Which powder. is only a little bit different in that I will take my shirt off. You know, I feel that actually all of this, like, conspiracy-oriented stuff, we've been channeling, we've been looking at, like, Alex Jones and joking and so on. But there is a tradition here. Like, I, I also think that the, the office well, religion of the, is the ultimate conspiracy, is it not? I mean, actually, the answer is Boom. yes. Yes. Boom. <laughs> yeah. Here's the, here's the tricky part, though, is, like, Reddit atheists really blow everything up. Because you're like, oh, why are we talking about Richard Dawkins and how he hates Muslims? Like, what's happening here? Like, well, Dawkins hates Muslims because they're religious. Like, to me, the atheism, atheism. Is that why? Also, because he's like a white racist. Do you believe in God? <laughs> no, no, me neither. Right? And so, <laughs> I like, mean, I, I, I would <laughs> like forty percent, seventy percent of your audience is just like, I need to send them an email. <laughs> Like, you ever get those emails? Like, I understand. No, not really. Oh, you don't get try. I get people try to convert me all the time. I mean, there's there's no fucking way. Yeah, you could convince me for one second if you believe in God. See, I grew up Protestant, and then you are a sucker. I briefly was evangelical. I'm sorry, no offense, Ryan. I know you're very religious, but if you believe in. <laughs> Oh, wait, are you? I was joking. I oh, thought you were no. totally not religious at all. Oh, well, see, I feel like we talk about these things with these terms that aren't very well defined. Like, no, I don't believe there's a man with a beard. No. But do I think, like, there's essentially more organized, like, when you get smaller, things are made up of things. When you get bigger, things are made up of things. You believe that? Yeah. I th- you believe there's order to this world? I don't think it's order that cares about us, but I do think that there's something outside of the universe. I don't believe in order. 
I believe in chaos. I believe that everything. That's right, because you read the Principia Discordia. <laughs> Let me uh, turn your attention to what is that book that I was reading in the in the late nineties, early two thousands? It's like Bridges of Madison. No, no, no. It's like a spiritual uh, book. It's the like game. A, no, no. It's it's you're in the right. The secret. It's like the secret. It's not the secret. It's the, uh, uh, the rules. Uh, no, no, no. It's like the Celestine Prophecy. Oh, right, 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 right. <laughs> Which, like, I know like, a lot of people at raves were like, dude, you got to read the Celestine Prophecy. And I'm like, you're just on. tip of the Tito's e- while we're talking about baby Jesus. You're there we just go. on ecstasy. You don't want me to read that. You just took too much K. Um, took too much K. That's a very square way to say it. That noise you're hearing is the, the, it's the Tito's. Yeah. Um, Cut it with a little water. No, I don't, I don't think there's any order. I mean, I would love to believe that there's order. But Why? What's the point of the order? Uh, this is a good. This is a good conversation. You know, like, like, like so, let's let's just talk about it for one second. Like, why would there be order if it is totally meaningless and doesn't serve anything? Because Zeus willed it. Because yeah. <laughs> the whoever with the beard or the long hair or yeah. whoever it is. No, I think no, that's ridiculous. There's no. There's no order. Yeah. There is only. Like, I think the order is, I think this is true. Actually, I was thinking about this the other day, driving. Sorry, and then, Paul, I, I no, knew you were going to say something. Listening, listening. I was driving, I was thinking, like, when I have to tell Zelda about death, what am I going to tell her? And I was thinking about my perceptions of death and what my parents told me. And my mother and father were raised Jewish and, and talked about religion, you know, in a way that was more about tradition than it was about spirituality. Mm-hmm. But when I asked my mother, like, what God is, she would say, like, God is in everything. Like, God is, like... Everything. I mean, right? what, if, what if he was watching us? Right. What if God was one of us? What if he was a stranger <laughs> on the bus? Yeah. But but one of the things I thought is like when it comes time to explain what death is and what it does, like how will I explain this to Zelda? What I was thinking is like this idea that my family is um, – we're not a cremation family. We're a bury family. Well, mm. I mean I think that's tr- – I think a lot of Jews that's, that's Jews, true. yeah. Yeah, that we bury oh, really? people. But okay. I was thinking about like what oh, actually – Oh, not Manilow. No, okay. bit, like bury people in the real, ground. I'm like, what's happening? <laughs> yeah, bury At the Obama. <laughs> yeah, no, but like that we bury, you know, we bury our dead. Or at least uh-huh. my family does. Yeah. And I've always thought like, oh, what happens is like the body breaks down. It literally becomes like worm food. Yeah. It literally feeds like Not the really. earth. It's in a very expensive coffin. Like, well, yeah, after the coffin breaks down. But, you it's know, like 10,000 years. But no, yeah. no, these wood coffins, are, they're going after a few. Have you not seen Night of the Living Dead? Because they're really, yeah, they're really broken. I want to do the film. thing where they plant a tree on top of you and then yeah. you're the tree. No, that's cool. Really but this is my point, American is that what actually down. makes sense to me mm-hmm. what, and what feels like a completely reasonable thing to tell a kid or mm-hmm. anybody mm-hmm. is that like, here's a fucking amazing idea. You die yeah, and your body gets buried in the ground and it breaks down and it becomes like literally like the soil and the food for like things that like literally give oxygen to beings on this planet. That to me is like an amazing idea. And maybe is there order to that? I don't think that there is. I think it's just like the, the, it's the function of nature. We took our five-year-olds to watch our cat get put down. Oh, really? Yeah. How was that? They wanted ice cream. What did you tell them about the cat's death? We're like, well, the kitty's very sick and she's not the nicest kitty, but uh, she has to go to the doctor. It's like it'll be easy to put down Penny if we have to because I think Zelda's like oh, on the fence about her. Yeah, that's the thing. She's like a mean dog. Well, so that's like... the thing. The la- we had we had another cat and that one was even meaner than the first one. <laughs> that's so... good. You should raise mean animals. Yeah. That way your kid's like, it's fine if With she has to die. the second cat, we were like, guys, I know you saw Desdemona die, but we have to kill Gary too. Is that okay with you? And they're like, yeah, it's fine. Like, where's how quickly can we get to the ice cream shop? Yeah. No, they didn't even want ice cream. They're like, we don't have to go. That's great. So wait, this so what, what do they think about? Oh, really? Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah, the cat. Dude, were you guys like a mess or what? Uh, my wife was sad. I, I just the cat keeps biting my wife's ankles. Yeah. When our dog died, our first dog, I was like, 
destroyed. Mm-hmm. Destroyed. Penny is, I will say this, she's mean and a pain in the ass. I will feel very sad. Oh, it's still if, sad. If she ever dies. I'm not sure that she will because no. she's in pretty good health for yeah. a 13-year-old or 12-year-old dog. But yeah, um, she's 12-year-old fine. Chihuahua. Yeah. But, um, so, so she'll be did fine you, forever. Not, yeah, she'll be good forever. Did you not have to explain to your kids at all what, like, what, what's up with death? No, we have. You know, we don't. We don't believe, and so we're just like some people believe this, some people believe that. Or you give um, them options. Yeah, you're like some people believe they this the spirit of this animal that Here's doesn't why. exist goes to heaven. Here's why they go to daycare, uh, or they did go to daycare, and they go took to them out. No, they would say little prayers during at at uh, wow. lunch. Okay, daycare. The ladies this? in the daycare would say, like, a, you know, give a little thanks. Sometimes we give thanks. We're grateful for the food. They go to, they go to school, and about Paul, I don't know, think you're an atheist. Three quarters of the kids are from a specific, one religious tradition or the other. So I want them to be in a position where if somebody's like, "Hey, I believe this," that they'll be like, "Okay, I get it." You know, the thing about religion is funny is that, I mean, first off, if I was raised religious. You weren't. You were raised. I was raised like a modern Jew, which yeah. is like a religion. It's like. No, that, it's, it's like, like religion philosophy light. and some extra yeah. holidays. Yeah, is basically yeah, yeah, yeah. what you get from it. You read that little book during dinner, and it's just like, or that like how religious could it be if they're like, we have no idea what happens when you die or why anything happens. I mean, they, yeah, yeah it's no, up to you to figure well, it out. Well, the thing about Judaism, the thing about Judaism, yeah, I did. The thing okay. about Judaism is that it's not. There's no heaven, as far as I know. There's the the and when I understand the concept of of like a Jewish. And maybe this is great. Maybe Jew- Judaism is in some ways like a really good religion. I should practice it. But like a lot of Jews think so. Yeah, sure. Eh, I guess. But like my understanding is that the reward for living your life well by the rules of the Talmud or whatever or the Torah is that your life is good. Mm-hmm. Like a good life is what you get from living. A- sure. I don't believe in rules, frankly, because I'm a risk taker. But um, <laughs> I do think and I'm a rule breaker. But uh I just think, yeah, I just think the problem is with, like, the whole God and heaven and hell concept, like, these, like, structures of order. I actually have a lot of empathy for, like, even the evangelicals having come out of that. I'm just not there anymore, man. Were your, your family is evangelical? Uh, very briefly, you know, it had, or not very, I had a couple, I grew up, like, mainstream Protestant, which doesn't mean anything to people who didn't grow up mainstream Protestant. Mainstream but, Protestant is, like, American. Yeah, like, pro, like, like America's religion. Presbyterian. Yeah. Yeah. Like I, you know, we didn't, uh, yeah, you didn't, you didn't think that the cookie turned into anything. It was just, yeah, a you don't, you don't hang your tree upside down. Or Very anything. spiritual. God is ash, kinda, no ash in the forehead. Yeah. No, God is kind of what you make of them. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, the, it's like the reform Judaism of Christianity. You know, and then, then everybody, you know, then there's a divorce and everyone gets evangelical for a while. Yeah. So that went to that. That was intense. That was a much smaller church. Um, I just you, know, uh, you pr- sometimes you pray with the hand up instead of in front of you. That's a big one. Oh, really? And then I went to a school what, which, that was kind of evangelical, it was a philanthropic school, and, and and that had a real like, you know, sometimes somebody would t- stand up and be like, you know, the, what the Buddhists believe is nonsense, which of course immediately <laughs> said like, let's not just talk about our religion but refute other religions. Oh, it gave me like immediate rebellion fuel, right? Yeah. And uh, I don't know. I'm cool with it. I'm cool with everybody believing everything. I kind of are you I'm, really? I'm no longer angry about it. Are you it. cool with people believing that um, only white people should live in America? No, in no way. <laughs> but I guess what well, I you're say, not cool with everybody. Here's then. what I say. I'm not shocked that they believe that. I can see those traditions and the rules of their upbringing getting them to that point of view. Yeah, I mean, basically, all racism is um, uh, it's rude. It's like bad parenting 
It's just madness. We're just in a zone of madness. There's also, there's always an interpretation of those faiths that doesn't go that direction. It just valid. You can use evangelical religion to validate every terrible impulse. You know what's interesting? Well, like, you can use religion to validate every terrible impulse. I mean, yeah, it's more tricky, though, because like the mainstream Protestants, if you look at their attitudes towards homosexuality, they're, they're changing and they're evolving. And when progress happens and when things move forward, it tends to be like a lot of people have met in a room and things are kind of like getting worked out. You're not going to go backwards necessarily. You're, you're saying we're going to do this. But to me, the, why have an opinion on homosexuality at all? That's my thing is like why— of course, like, dude. I mean, I'm with you on this. I but mean, like, like this is the thing about religion. It's like you have to have an idea or a rule about everything. And it's like, why? It's so you can impose it's so you can impose yourself sure. and your beliefs on somebody else. Well, or they would say because they have control. A, they have a system that guides their life in order to, to be more ethical. In order to get to heaven. And right. then you just, I mean, you're taking subjective rules and then you're just using it to like feed your own issues. So like if there's something that you hate about yourself. And you can find a, a passage that lets you hate everybody who's like that. Right. That's right. Humans can justify anything, right? And then there are these larger well, systems. Well, but no, it helps to have it helps to have religion justify it. Then you have a, like a you're like, well, uh, listen, I maybe I feel this way, maybe I don't, but the book says sure. The book says uh, gay book, people are bad. The book can say anything, right? Well, that's, that's the, book, the beauty the of the book Bible is, is, is open to interpretation. Anti-divorce. They always leave that part out because everybody's divorced. You know, you know, everybody's had like, everyone's on their like third marriage. Look, in, I, don't, in, I don't know if you've seen the Game of Thrones uh, series season finale. I haven't, haven't. Okay, I'm very sorry. It touches on annulment in a pretty serious way, mm. and I think you're going to want to check it out. All right, I'm going to have to watch. You could also read our recap. It's going up next week. I'm pretty excited about. I think recap about outline recaps. We're doing them like a month. Well, after that's the, the reboot. Airs. The reboot is outline <laughs> recaps. <laughs> you're like, you're like, you've heard all the noise about this. Now here, let us cut through what the would noise. Be a good recap. Like I'm trying to think. Like a like a Mary Tyler Moore I'm recap. Just oh, <laughs> like if you haven't caught up. Gotta watch this episode. Hey, I got good news for you. There's a new Jeff Dunham special coming out on Netflix. Is that true? Yeah. I love that guy because uh, he has like different kinds of puppets. Some are racist against brown, different types of brown people. Some are racist against Asian people. Do you remember too? There was actually a discussion. <laughs> the important thing like, about Jeff Dunham is all of his puppets are racist. And, and it was also like he doesn't he, have a single non racist puppet. There was like a, people were saying, like, hey, this guy's really racist. And everybody's like, well. And it's like no, 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 no. Like the times have changed over the last. I remember the dead, the dead terrorist, Ahmed, Ahmed, the dead dead terrorist. Classic racist puppets. That's right. And everybody was like, "These are really racist." And then there'd be these editorials like, "Why it's not racist?" And they were. This is like the New York Times op-ed section is all about this now. Yeah, they're like, "Why we need racist puppets?" Yeah, it's like doing. We don't need Jeff Dunham doing racism. I like Jeff Dunham. That's my new guy. (laughs) I like him, Larry the Cable Guy, all the blue collar, the blue collar comedy tour. I think it's time for that to come back. That's it's it never left us. If you ask me, (laughs) we're getting her done every day. That's MAGA. You know what I'm saying? Cars three in theaters now. Oh (laughs) no, I is it out? It's not out yet. It's out. Wait, wait, Cars three is out. I saw in 3D with my children. Yeah, it's out. (laughs) That is a nightmare. You know, Lauren Zelda went to see this movie Leap. Oh. It's about ballet dancing. Yeah, okay. the she theme song to which is Cut to the Feeling by Carly Rae Jepsen. Buy it on iTunes. <laughs> is it from Emotion? Yeah. It's an Emotion B-side. Emotion. <laughs> yeah. What is the point of breaking up the word? I'm trying to get my... Well, no, it's just one of... It's dictionary definition. It's... Yeah, it's when... Like, how you... 
It's like you guys looking for order in religion, looking for order in the Carly Rae Jepsen album title. Carly Rae Jepsen is a religion. Yeah, I think he's looking for order in Carly Rae Jepsen. What is up with Carly Rae Jepsen? It's pretty good. She's great. She's a Canadian-American idol person. Canadian-American idol. It's just nice to have something fun. All right, let's talk about this reboot. Yeah, finally. speaking of re- the rebirth of uh, of, a, of a DNA. Oh my god, MAGA. Yeah, here's how we're gonna make America great. So my thought about just, my just thought about this reboot that is this. Here's my thought. Each episode, oh, t- t- ventriloquism is a theme. Are you for ready? This podcast. I'm ready. Okay, Jeff Dunham is my co-host. Mm-hmm. Okay, he brings Ahmed on and whatever other racist Peanut puppets he wants. Is, what, <laughs> He's got, several, he's got an Egyptian does one. Does he have he's an anti-Semitic a, puppet? He's got, yeah, it's like it's <laughs> like a Barry Goldfarb or something. And he's like, <laughs> he's like penny pinching. He's like, he's like, I don't know, that seems pretty expensive. Like, that's <laughs> what's his Barry's whole thing. profession? He's an accountant. Um, so, <laughs> it's, it's like, like anti-Semitic <laughs> goblin puppets. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, got, he's like a goblin-esque, but not fully, like you can't tell exactly. But he has an intense hook. <laughs> you got like, to think, like Jeff Dunham literally has to sit there and be like, I need to be racist again. I need another puppet. Yeah. And just so everybody knows, I'm giving like, by, before I leave here, I'll give like $150 to an immigrant right or, right or <laughs> just, I can't even, like, I don't even want to joke about it. I'm so angry. Well, no, I mean, we just live in a country full of awful, I mean, is the country full of awful racists or is it just like yes. brought to the surface? Mm, is everybody a racist? Why not both? Well, it's I mean, both. I will say that Trump has. This I, is a racist goddamn country. This is the most racist country true. imaginable. It's true. It's true. It's because it's so I, bad because it's just like, eh, we, mm. you look, we invented democracy. And you're like, well, did you? Do you know did what I think you? is, I think, you know what I think is super rad is not, is not. I love America, but it's racist as no, shit. No, I agree. I, it's just, I, I love it enough to tell it its flaws. Yeah, I just don't right. understand why just people like are me. so. I, America I needs a makeover. What I don't understand about, about this country is why people are so bent, so fucking bent out of shape about other people's situations. Like, they're so. Uh, they're so af- upset about other people. Like, they're so bothered by other people. It's like, why? Like, what the fuck is the reason? Like, I, I never. This is my. Okay, my thesis. I mean, we have to stop, like, looking for reasons. Like, just plain old bullshit, dumbass racism is Occam's razor. It's enough. You're just like, wow, that's a terrible thing. Why would, why would we do that to the people who are the immigrants who really want to be here? Right. Because we're racist garbage. Bad, just bad people. Why go searching for, like, anything else? I've been thinking a lot about this, like, about how. You know, this what's currently happening, like in, with race in America, makes you question, like, like, well, how how have we arranged ourselves? Like, you go, like, well, wait a second, like these people are like, we should all the white European people should be together, and all these other people should be over here. And it's and we like literally started this shit with slavery. I mean, what are you gonna do? Yeah. And you, but you're like, but then you're like, wait, so we're like into like tribal. It's like based on where we came from, I mean, the our whole place genetics. It's just built on owning other people. Well, no, I understand that, but I'm just saying, like, you get into the kind of headspace of like, well, what is the way you would arrange the world? This, like, how would you arrange the world to make it make sense for these people? And it's like you're going to do genetic testing for everybody, and then put those whoever's most genetically similar in a group together somewhere. No. Like that's the that's their their view of the world, though. Sure. Which is, I think we've talked about this before, but the most boring view of it's the it's the guaranteed most boring experience in life that you can have. Like, all, if all the European white people were together, it would be the most boring group of people to hang out with. That's why You'd we work. Go, yeah, we work in the media. <laughs> it's like <laughs> this is like that Doctor Seuss Sneetches thing. We're like, yeah, yeah, which my daughter performed. I work in both tech and media, her. so yeah. I know oh, what really? it's like okay. when well, when all the when all the European excuse. white people are together. I know what that's like. <laughs> yeah, sure. Yeah. Anyhow, 
So the reboot. I wanted to get away from Trump. So here's the reboot concept. Christ. Okay, of Jeff Dunham. Of Jeff Dunham's tomorrow. With Jeff tomorrow with tomorrow Jeff Dunham. With Jeff Dunham. <laughs> <laughs> um, so here's the idea. Uh, A Jewish accountant named Johnny Je- Goldberg. No, wrong. That's not Jewish enough. It'd be Barry Goldfarb, as I mentioned before. A little puppet. A little little muppet. Okay. So the idea is every week. I do a thing that I've been putting off or have wanted to do or am interested in, but there is no, like, I can't get myself focused enough to do it. And then here's the thing. You can participate if you want okay, okay. with the thing. Like, you haven't seen Fast and Furious? I'm going to watch all eight films mm. this week, and then I'm going to talk about them next week. Oh, wow. And my experience watching it. Wow. Now, by the way, I've been talking about Fast and Furious for a long time because Katie Natopoulos and I were supposed to watch them. Have you seen even five minutes of them? Yeah, I've seen a few minutes of each each one. Yeah, it's excruciatingly good. Is what I understand from most people. No, there's like a thing where I was like, "This is this is my portrait of a family," and I'm so happy with Fast and Furious. If you watch ten minutes of these things, you're going to want to beat yourself in the head with a brick. Well, I'm going to watch them. There's a lot of diversity, and it's not like it's any worse than Transformers. Uh, See, see, there, there's your standard. But not any worse than Transformers is like saying like the Nazis aren't any worse. It's not any worse than having somebody (laughs) use a use a drill on your lower spine. Fine. It's just you know. Yeah. Anyhow, you know what uh, I saw? No, no. You know what? We did a corporate outing, and we went and Woo! saw Postlight has corporate outings. We did. We went to the newsflash. No, we went to the hit people. Do you have at your business? Thirty-two. You need to do corporate outings for thirty-two people. Well, no. We I mean, to... you call them corporate outings? No. Can you just go to a bar? No. Well, we do that too. But we went to. Uh, we wanted to. It was before Labor Day. It was last week. And we wanted mm. to do um, something fun before everybody went out. And so we went and saw the. Before hit- you have real fun, have corporate fun. <laughs> we went and saw the Hitman's Bodyguard in 4DX. What the fuck? <laughs> you, that is insane. You ever been in a 4DX? The Hitman's movie? Bodyguard stars. Hold on, don't tell me. Ryan Reynolds. Yes. And I'm gonna say it's either Richard Gere or Bruce Willis. No, Samuel L. Jackson. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, that changes everything. Yeah, no, it changes everything. Hmm. It's a very bad but very good movie. And we saw it in 4DX. Have you ever seen a 4DX? What's 4DX? Is that like really good sound? No. It's it's at Regal Cinemas on 14th Street. And it, it? it's like a roller coaster ride where they move. They really, really no. move the chairs around. No. Yeah. And if you go. Wait, wait. But, but this is like an action movie where people walk, right? Yeah, no, no, no. They're like, walking around in the middle. There's like all these car chases, and you just slam your body back and forth. <laughs> really? And the whole thing is so bad. Shit, I think we need a corporate outing here at the it's outline. It's incredibly hilarious. Like, wow. No, no, wait. It gets better. They spray water on you? No. Yeah. At one point, they shot a guy in the head, and they shot water into your face. Like hot water? No, just normal temperature. Because oh, I feel like blood would be... Like and the hot. Th- there's like a three-axis uh, rotation. Any smells? Any smells? There are, but I, I can't smell much. But yeah, yeah, no, no. There's all sorts. Of, everybody's like, God, this smells like garbage pizza. I also have a bad sense of smell, yeah. although I did identify a dead mouse in our house by smell recently. Mm-hmm. I was like, what's that smell? No, so they, they move like two, three feet. They throw you around, and it's it was phys- Can I tell you something crazy? Sorry. Yeah. I'm sorry. No, it's fine. It was dead inside of a small Peppa Pig playhouse <laughs> next to a set of chairs and a table in a kitchen Let's and it was like and it was like perfectly to it's like the mouse might have died sitting at the table i'm glad you brought up peppa pig yeah what do you think about peppa pig 
Well, I hate the British, as you know. Well-known fact about me. They're exhausting. <laughs> they really are. That's fine. I she, like Daddy Pig. Ben Holly. Ben, you watch that show? No. Oh, I like wait. Daddy Pig because he's just a useless pile of garbage. He's like, a, he's like an old aging soccer hooligan. Yeah, no, it's really bad. It's he's like, like, like he's, I used to be sexy, but now I'm just, I just have Peppa Pig as my kid. Oh, uh, you know, Daddy's like to climb into a tree. Yeah, he's, like, just, he's like, he likes to nap. That's his yeah, thing. He he's falls like, down a lot. It's the worst. Dad's there is one terrible. episode where they went to the office and they're like, "Here, what do you do?" And it's like a woman just makes rectangles and prints them out. That's her job. That's also my job. So we do that, and then here's the thing. The shows are live. Okay. Live call-ins. Call-ins. So people call in to talk about the issue. Oh, that's great. And I think maybe we'll do video. Great. Because why not? I love call-in. And then we'll, and then people can listen to it the next day. But we're going to basically, we're gonna basically, you know, like. <laughs> instead of doing, yeah, I'm going to have a bunch of, like, Howard type. No, but instead of doing this thing where we, right now, we're like. It's like we can edit the, We're going to edit this podcast down oh, to something fuck. that sounds like Thank remotely sane, right? Yeah. Like the religion. Just, it's going to be mostly like the religion. Notice this has been going for three hours. Yeah, this is actually, really? yeah. no, we've no. been here for a day. It's a long time. It's been, yeah, this it is, actually has been 16 hours. This is an it? offsite. This is a corporate retreat or whatever you do. It has enough booze. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're working our way fall. through this Tito's, aren't yeah, we? Yeah, it's good. We're Mother. pecking away, pecking away. Motherfucker. Anyhow, so that's my idea, and I want to take tomorrow. I want tomorrow... I want today's tomorrow to be history. I mean, that's a great way to put it. Josh, I'm really happy for you that you're able to finally <laughs> bury you. this thing and move on to something I really want to good. make tomorrow yesterday. yesterday. That's right. There you go. And make the future Today, right now, yeah, right now, yeah. this minute. That's right. Live. It sounds like one of those fake ad meetings on Halt and Catch Fire. Yeah. You know, I saw a little bit of that show. It's not good. No, oh, I, I love Mackenzie yet. Davis. Is that the girl with the short hair? Yes, she's great. Live she's great. And I'd watch her for a forty-five minutes straight. Yes, but all the other people, they can take a hike. I think live <laughs> is great. I think that podcasts are kind of you know. Getting, no, podcasts are over. They're getting sewn up, except for this one and mine. Track changes by Postline. <laughs> of course, track changes by Postline available. <laughs> On iTunes, you on Spotify yet? No, yeah, it's very hard to no. get. It's very hard to get. Part. But give us five stars on iTunes. I'll tell you what is on Spotify is the Outline podcast, including tomorrow this one episode with Joshua Tobolsky, <laughs> World Dispatch, The Red Center, our Handmaid's Tale podcast, mm. Westworld, our Westworld, sorry, Out West, our Westworld podcast. You'll edit that in. Cut to the Feeling by Carly Rae Jepsen. Cut to the Feeling from Emotion by Carly mm-hmm. Rae Jepsen. And the Wait, rest... which one is Cut to the Feeling? It's the one that goes like, cut to the feeling. I want to no. cut okay. to the feeling. I literally have no, no okay. idea how it goes. Is that how it goes? Yeah. Can we hear a little bit of it? Sure. I like Girl it's Problem. It's probably literally playing on Girl Problem? Girl Problem is good. It's a good song. Sounds like something. That... Boy Problem. Sorry. Boy uh, I was going to say Girl Problems is like, it's a like bad time. She's but good. I... As far as like teen entertainers go, she's just killer. You know who's not good is that Taylor Swift. Uh, she'll wear you out. Can we talk about her for a second? God, she's tiring. Yeah. Oh, yeah, uses the Madonna sample. I had a dream, it wasn't real. We crossed the line and it was on. We crossed the line, it was on. I've been denying how I feel. You've been denying what you want. Is this a leap? Is this a leap? I want some satisfaction. Take me to the stars. 
Speaking of iPad, and Apple next week will be introducing a new iPhone. Paul, you excited? Is Postlight ready for the new iPhone? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> We're prepared. Are you doing HTML yet or what? No, oh, absolutely. HTML is big for us. Yeah, it's that. Nice. Huge technology. Foundational technology for us. So good. Uh, All right. Listen, yeah. I think it's time to wrap up. God. Paul. <laughs> we never talked about dippers. Oh, actually, it's a good time to, to talk about dippers. We've had a we're in a serious copyright dispute right now. Yeah, there's a lot. So with General Mills. Yeah. To fill people in, Dippers is an important restaurant concept that Josh came up with that I'm a huge well, supporter you're of. You're part of. I, I was a part of the initial ideation. You're seminar. like Waz. You're like Waz. Yeah. And I'm like Steve Jobs. Yeah. So whatever your contributions were are going to be ground ground out. Sure, of course. In, in the paperwork. But I just want to be incredibly rich. <laughs> You're still going to be very yeah, rich. As long as I'm very wealthy. No, uh, no, no. The partnership is more like um, Travis Kalanick and Ariana Huffington. Oh, That's okay. how I think of us okay. when it comes to dippers. Absolutely. Okay. You're Travis and I'm Ariana. Okay. And darling. Okay. We need to get some rest. But anyhow, dippers has, has hit a snag. Hmm. General Mills has put out several products using the Dipper's name. Yeah. And they are actual, they are products where you dip things. Mm-hmm. And so we filed several lawsuits. We hired the wrong lawyers. I think that the... DeVry Institute is not a good law school, it turns I, you know, out. I thought, that, I thought that their legal program was a little bit more sophisticated. I just didn't, you know, I, I didn't understand. But it's they like really are a technical school. Yeah, and you learn the big yeah. rigs, and then you go get a law degree on the side. <laughs> it, that does it, not. It, it, I will say this. They did a good job in the initial, uh, in the depositions. They did. But now that it's going to trial, it feels like the DeVry team isn't quite there. Also, a lot of people on Twitter are angry with us because of our concept of dipping is seen as problematic. So I like this whole thing. Yeah. I don't know why. I think we the, did also it. think the partnership with the Tiki company, the Tiki Torch company was a mistake ultimately. Like we thought it'd be great, like dinner by candlelight. Remember that was our big campaign? All dip I wanted your wick. To do. Yeah, dip all your wick was also another do. that was another one. And then it turns out like, well, that's been solid. I just want to put an apple into a thing. I want to put a breadstick into a sauce. You know what? That's all I wanted to do. That well, was my goal. I just in retrospect, we probably didn't structure dippers well enough in order to deal with the competitive threat from General Mills. Well, I think that we certainly did not foresee the kinds of legal costs we would incur, which is why we ended up with DeVry. Yeah, no, that's true. Yeah. We just if made we a had, lot of... If we had hired 100 or so fewer people or 160 or so, we could afford a real sort of powerhouse You know, attorney. also the HR, the HR hit from Topless Tuesdays was a very bad idea. That We shouldn't have done that. Well, the sad, you know, of course, the crazy thing there is it was a typo. Yeah, I know. It was Topless Tuesdays, and they just got it wrong. freaking dippers. And next thing you know, we have breasts at every dippers. No, it's really bad. That was a breasts, terrible, terrible And all we decision. wanted was small plates. Incredible. I mean, it's, it's actually, when you think about it, it's like a almost comedic. How it's bad, really, it's how really sad to end this 100th episode mm-hmm. having to admit wow. that Dippers didn't really work as a business. And on that note, I think we should end this. But let's just say Q4 is looking bad. Yeah. Q1 2018 is looking strong. It is. We're going to clear is. these lawsuits. We're back to business big time in 2018. General Mills or no. Dippers will survive and thrive, even though we only have four locations now. Well, just instead of a Z, we'll use a different Unicode character. 165 down to four, but the four are in key markets. It's about to be Dipper X. Fort Lauderdale. Pronounced Dippers. Uh, in a suburb of Pittsburgh called Lower Burl. 
And there's that one that shares space with the Blockbuster. The Blockbuster Dippers. Oh, right. Which is still doing, they do Blu-rays and DVDs, so it's pretty viable business. Honestly, it's, it's, it's surprising how well that does. And there's a Dippers at a, uh, a, a public bathroom that's been, actually has been taken over by an, an events company mm-hmm. at Delancey and Allen in New York. And there's a Dippers location there, which is a kind of a pop-up Dippers. But to me, it's the, in some way the best Dippers. That one's great. Honestly, you go in there, the, it's just young people dipping. Well, it's like, you know, you get off the train, you're hungry. Ironic you want, dips. You want to dip something. Yeah. Well, they have all the, we have all the hip dips, which is the hipster dips. Those which I, are, yeah. I thought it was a good idea. No, it was great. It was right? just, the problem was just the dependency on, like, Paprika didn't have the brand equity we thought it did. We shouldn't have bought Paprika as a brand. Well, you know, a I keep trying to think, like, if you were to do it, what's a cool spice? I mean, cumin is obviously. I was just going to say cumin. Cumin is hot. Yeah, see, so that's cumin is hot. We should you have put done... cumin on almost anything and make it good. So this is the problem. I mean, look, I think this company could come out of Chapter 11. No, we're bouncing back. We're bouncing back. It could back. come out of Chapter 11. Delancey and Allen, check us out. We're open from 2 to 2. And maybe tomorrow there'll be a large series of cumin-based caramel. 2 a.m., 2 p.m. Dips. Dip whatever you want, whenever you want, whatever Apples, you want. pears. <sighs> Whip the dip. Whip, Whip the dip. The dip. Actually, the... General Mills actually won the suit about the. So it's it's whoop the you dub. Can't, yeah, you can't use whip the dip anymore. Whoop the dub. Whoop the dub. Those close enough. All right, hey, Paul. Look, listen, it's been hey, a great. Congratulations <laughs> on hundred shows. It's been a great pleasure having you on the show. I can't wait to see the edited version of this. <laughs> it's going to be a. There's going to be three or four weeks of editing. I will when not it's done, be sleeping tonight. And when it's done, it's going to be fucking good. Congratulations on the reboot. And we're gonna, but we're gonna have the reboot characters from the show, the 3D show, reboot. the kids show. Yeah, we're gonna have them as a part of the staff. That's cool. What are their names? Uh, it's Spark, Splash, Quirk, Quirk Spark, Quirk, and Pixel, uh, Bit, Bit, Pixel, and Pixel. That's right. And Bit. I'll also. be, tu- I'll be the, tuning in. like the junior. They add Bit. They add Bit. He's like the um, the Bitbot. He's like the. Uh, He's like uh, the Scooby Doo edition, the cousin cool. Scrappy. Scrappy Doo, thank yeah. you. He's like Scrappy Doo. You know what? If it was perfect, it wouldn't be in keeping with the other hundred episodes. I think what makes it so right is how f- deeply flawed it was. So you said that thirty were good, but seven or er, thirty were good, seventy were bad. <laughs> Where's this one sit? I think this one is. Uh oh. I'll be honest with you. I think this is a good one. Okay. I think All this right. This is a keeper. Right, that's I think nice. we're gonna have to run this because we don't we have any don't other. Have we don't have any other shows. It's yeah. weekly. It's weekly. <laughs> it's weekly. Yeah. All right. So you know, you learn as you go. You live and you learn, and you yeah. you and you uh, and you get depends. You know, yeah. I'll tell you what. They can't all be winners. All right. Anyhow, Paul, thank you so much. Hey, it's great to be and here. And now you've got to come back on the reboot. Now the question is, what, what the what, hell am I gonna do on your reboot? What are we gonna do together? We'll have to figure that out. We could do a live. You know what we could do is live like tech Q and A. Q and A. What does that mean? Like. Helping somebody fix their CD-ROM so drive. Call, somebody <laughs> like, calls up and they're like, oh, what your drivers, you got to install a different driver for the CD, the CD uh, unit in your, in your tower PC. Paul, thank you so much for doing this. It's Josh, all, it Josh is, I love you. You're I know, great. I love you too. We're, but, doing, we're doing good work and we're trying our best. I think we did, I think we did our best. We're just dads. <laughs> dads making our way. We're a couple of dads who did our best, but I do want to say I want you to come back. 
I'm excited to see. What, look, when we do I this think, new show. I think you come up with the craziest shit. I don't know that. No, no, literally, media is dead. It's, it's an exhausting true. industry. <laughs> really and you're is. just up to stuff. What are we doing? Why I'm really excited that you're up to stuff. And I, you telling me you're going to blow this whole thing up and start over again is the healthiest, sanest thing I've heard in a while. Good for that, you. That is that makes it sound a lot more epic than what I had uh, planned. But no, no, all right, I'll accept that. It's Thank good you. to do new things. Paul Hundred Ford, episodes. Paul you did Ford, it. Postlight.com. Check out what is code is a 2014 issue of uh, <laughs> 2012. 2015. Uh, yeah. What, I don't know. Uh, no. Check out his New, New Republic column, which has since been canceled. Yeah. <laughs> just <laughs> just don't worry about it. Just, just follow check, me just, on Twitter just at, at, at FTrain.com. Check it out. That's at all. FTrain. That's my Twitter handle. At FTrain. And also, he founded Tilda Club, which is a hot Aww. startup that everybody's talking about. With, I got to deal with Tilda Club. I still got my page up. It's pretty good. Oh, it's check good. it out. It's a good page. Yeah, it's great stuff. Anyhow, Paul, thank you so much. Josh, love you. Love your show. Very Feel, genuine. Feeling is mutual. This, All is, right. this is real. <laughs> Can't wait to see the new thing. Great. Well, that is our show. High five. Tomorrow yes. never dies. We're not going to actually high five. That's a theater high five is what you just heard. It was the best thing was that I had you here. I think that this was probably the nicest time I've had. Well, that is our show for this week. We'll be back soon with more new tomorrow. And as always, I wish you and your family the very best. But unfortunately for you, you'll have to inform your family that there is no God and no order in this world. And the only fate that we make is our own. <laughs>